smarter, dream bigger, live brighter. This show is hosted by the dexterous diva herself, Miss Jo Giffey. Your new secret weapon for whip smart workflow, marketing mastery, social media prowess and all the creativity and technology you can handle. Hi everyone, it's Joe Giffords here, the Dexterous Diva. Welcome to episode 11 of Work Smarter, Dream Bigger, Live Brighter. I'm really pleased to have you here. And if you are like me, any parents of you out there, you know, any any small business owners and solopreneurs will be gearing up for the summer holidays. We have just three days to go before all mayhem breaks loose and I'll be at home with the minis, which I am part you know mainly really looking forward to obviously but part of me is like a little bit right brace yourself um because it's all normal routine goes out of the window and obviously as a business owner we need to make adjustments for that which um I have been doing and if you listen to my last podcast I was talking about working just three hours a day which is going really well for me and it's something I'm really enjoying and I'll definitely be taking that into my everyday work actually and in fact I'll be looking to reduce that working time because I'm certainly feeling more chilled and more creative and all of that good stuff so if if you are also gearing up for the summer holidays you have my every sympathy but also let's go and have some fun you know let's be part of the kids world and and just have fun with them so enjoy so in this podcast we're going to be talking a little bit about top productivity tips that obviously if you read my blog regularly it's something that I'm a real fan of and the reason why getting smart with your productivity is a good thing is that you have more time in the day. You know, this is why I'm able to work just two to three hours a day. And it's why, you know, you can reduce the overwhelm and the noise because we're just saturated right now, aren't we? There's information coming at us from everywhere, from social media, from emails, from text messages, Twitter, you know, all over the place there's information. And because there's an infinite amount of stuff that you can read online. You could spend your whole day just informing yourself with news and interesting articles or or pinning away on Pinterest, which I love to do. All of that stuff. And, you know, you can so easily lose time doing stuff which feels productive. And, you know, it is productive. You know, it's what Pinterest and Facebook and, and Twitter and social are really good for your business if you use them in the right way and if you spend your time in the right way. So what I did for this podcast was I did a shout out for people in my online community, in the various mastermind groups that I'm in, and obviously from my Dexterous Divas and Dudes group and some other online groups. And I just kind of said, you know, hey guys, what, you know, what are your top productivity tips as entrepreneurs? And we got such a great response. Um, and I really wanted to share some of these with you. So obviously sharing my tips is something, you know, that you know that I do weekly on the blog. Uh, it's, you know, dexterousdiva.co.uk forward slash blog. And also if you sign up and click on the part where it says join my tribe, then you get a weekly roundup of everything from my podcasts and my posts and my free tips. And also you get access to the free Facebook group uh, in which we have a weekly Awesome Monday live workshop right in the Facebook group. So productivity tips is something I'm all about and obviously I write about that on various blogs like Lifehacker, Lifehack, uh, and ProBlogger. And you know, you'll find me all over the web talking about that stuff. So I kind of wanted to hand the reins over to the community and say, 
what are you doing? So here, first up is the lovely Penelope from a party by Penelope.com. And she says uh, her tasty tip for having a productive blitz when working online is to make sure that she logs out of anything that might be distracting, such as email and social media. Such a good tip, Penelope. And she says, I then allow myself a time when I'm allowed back on to check emails or updates, but only when I've completed the task I set out to do. That's a brilliant tip. Thank you so much, Penelope. And in fact, you know, I like to start the working day without checking emails and without jumping onto social. And I try and do a couple of things, which I know will set me up for the day. So do a little portion of exercise, um, meditate also. I'm now meditating for 20 minutes a day and it's a habit that I've set up and getting into that's really helping me be mindful and to calm the mind chatter. So it can be really helpful to kind of tick a couple of things off of your list. So do some meditation, do some exercise, get those endorphins going, tackle a couple of small tasks, and then, you know, jump into social media, knowing that you're going to be there for perhaps a certain amount of time. And also with email, um, email can be just such a time drag. You know, you can jump in there and be lost for hours and, and feel responsive to it. And actually, while we're on that, uh, I do have posts about this on the blog, but you can really get a handle on your email quite easily. I now only check my email once or twice a day and I've got it under control with a few really easy to implement tips. So first of all, I use something called SaneBox. SaneBox is a plugin which works with Gmail and I believe other email um, clients, which allows you to file emails into a folder called Sane Later or Sane Tomorrow or Sane Next Week. And it will actually bring those emails back into your inbox at that certain time. And it's so handy because if you jump into your email and see that your inbox is full of stuff, it could feel completely overwhelming, but you can really easily file some of those away if they're not urgent until tomorrow or until next week or until a certain time, and they will pop you know, right back for you at that time, which is really great. Um, in addition to SaneBox, I also use a, a brilliant app called Unroll.me. And Unroll.me is just brilliant because it, um, so many of us struggle with the amount of subscriptions to awesome sites that we want to be part of and we want to hear what's happening with the updates. And even from my site, I'm always getting people kind of unsubscribing saying that, you know, you know that they love my content, but they just you know don't have time to catch up with it all. And guys, it's so easy. If you use unroll.me, then you get one email every day of all the emails that you want to just check out and stay in touch with. And again, you know, a bit like SaneBox, you can train that to be intuitive. So if you drop something into your unroll folder, it will know that from then on, you know, that particular sender or address has to be rolled up. And if you have everything in one email, it becomes really easy to scan through it and to see any bits that you want to catch up with. And of course, you can even use your unrolled emails into Sane Later, so you can check it out later on. And just using those two things sorts out my inbox incredibly. Uh, for a while, I was using something called a Wayfind, which was really handy when I ran my design business, Cherry Sorbet. And the reason being that, you know, when you're running a, um, a design business, then things tend to be very deadline orientated, obviously, whereas now I'm doing a self-directed 
online content providing and the online courses stuff, there's less deadlines, which is amazing. But when I was working in a situation where deadlines were important, I you know, always needed to hear from certain people and needed to be able to react to emails that were urgent. And obviously I also had two young twins and was working part-time, so needed to know when to react to emails. And AwayFind is a brilliant app that you can use to alert you via text on your smartphone as soon as specific filters are met. So you could set it up by company or by person or by subject to have a text through. So you never have to miss an urgent email and you can literally step away from your inbox. It's really, really handy. So a few tips there for getting a handle on your inbox. And also it's about setting your own expectations and also setting expectations for people who contact you. If you've always set up that expectation that you will return an email straight away or that you're always in your inbox, then people kind of get used to that. But if you are happy or, or become happier over time with responding, say, in 24 hours or even 48 hours, then it kind of slows everything down. It gives you a chance to be outside of your inbox and to do other stuff. And it kind of stops you from constantly firefighting, which I know so many business owners do. Right, so another productivity tip here is from Naomi Hathaway, um, from naomihathaway.com. And she says, I use the 3030 app. It's the only way I can stay productive. Also the new bullet journal, she says, as you know, and focus at will. Now, Naomi and I are often chatting on Instagram and you can find me on Instagram at Instagram forward slash DuxDiva where I am all about the new bullet journal and technique. Um, and there's a post actually going up on my blog today, which is Monday, the 21st of July. So you will start to see how I'm using my bullet journal. Um, so Naomi and I are always on Instagram and kind of having a little chat and I'm going to, you know, I will talk more about that in a moment. The 3030 app is an app which I have really enjoyed using myself in the past and it's an app for the smartphone. I know it definitely is available for iPhone. I don't know whether it is for Android or for others, but you set up slices of tasks in sort of in like in colored bars, which you can swipe across when they're done. So you can set how much time you want to allocate to something and then when it's finished you just swipe it away and it's and it's done and it will be timing you while you're working on something. So it's a little bit like you know the Pomodoro technique which again I talk about on the site which is a really handy way of just focusing for a certain amount of time. And 3030 you can stack up these sort of you know sort of colored bars of tasks that have times assigned to them and it will count down the clock and then when it's finished it will move on to the next task which is a really handy way to, to stay focused. Focus at Will is a brilliant brilliant online site which I use every every single day and it works on the premise that certain music forms can actually help your brain work in a better way and it has all different forms of music on there from classical to kind of spa type music to up-tempo stuff and it's all designed to help your brain focus by accessing the right brain state for your brain to be productive in and I use it every day and absolutely love it. So thank you so much to Naomi for that tip, that's awesome. And now I've got one from Nicola Warwick and Nicola is uh, nicolawarwick.co.uk and she says, 
I use Asana and create personal projects for my own work and client projects that can be shared with my clients to keep track of and share their work. Now, I also use Asana, so that's a great tip, Nicola. And Asana is such an easy to use, free um, web-based app, which also has apps for smartphone and, and tablet, of course. And I actually use that with my team. So in Team Diva, we have a VA, we have an intern, and I have various other freelancers who who might sort of plug into tasks at different times. And I can actually access everybody from one place, see who, who has tasks assigned for, you know, for whichever project, see, you know, where they've been done or any questions that they have on them, because you can actually comment below a task and you'll see all of that in your Asana inbox. And it's a really great way to keep a handle on stuff. What I love about Asana also is that it has the ability to work with so many different apps and Asana is available on zapier.com. Uh, or Zapier, I'm never sure how to pronounce that, so somebody can feel free to correct me. Zapier or Zapier.com, which is a little like if this then that.com. But Zapier allows you to um, set certain tasks to happen between certain apps that you use. So let me explain that a little bit more. I use Zapier, for example, to whenever a task has been completed in Asana, I will get, um, I'll get a Sort of notification in Slack, which is another app that we use for Team Diva. So you you kind of you set up filters for stuff to happen when something else happens, and you can get really bespoke with that. It has a whole wealth of possibilities to it. Uh, you could also, for example, get Asana to kind of email you. You know, when a task is done, you could get it to tweet. All sorts of stuff that might be useful for you. Um, so Nicola goes on to say, I subscribe to the GTD philosophy by David Allen. And every now and again, I'll do a brain dump and write down everything and anything that I need to do and get it on paper. I'll edit and prioritize this and then add it to Asana. It just helps squash overwhelm so that I don't have to think about my to-do list. That's such a brilliant technique. Now, I don't know the GTD method myself. Um, I think I've touched on it in my career in the past and it's about prioritizing from what I remember it's about prioritizing tasks into urgent and have to be done urgent and would like to be done and various different quadrants um but having a method whatever it is to prioritize stuff and then add it in a linear way to your task list is is brilliant um if you jump onto my youtube channel uh which you can access via my blog or also one of my old posts from last year you'll find that i've got a post on mind sweeping which is a similar thing it's about just getting everything out out of your brain onto post-it notes onto a mind map onto whatever works for you allocating sort of priorities to it and then putting it in your system be it a bullet journal be it asana be it in evernote whatever works and it's just about brain dumping to help you find a system that works for you. uh, Nicola goes on to say, I spend some time on a Sunday planning my week. Depending on what I have to do, I may schedule my week a lot and create daily and weekly action plans. When I'm up against it, I allocate time to everything and um, everything I need to do and stick to the schedule rigidly. That's also what I do, which is great advice from Nicola. So I, you know, especially now that I'm working just for for two to three hours a day, I need to prioritize the tasks for each day, set aside a time limit next to each one of them. And it might be that I've broken up a blog post into say 10 or 15 minute chunks, or I'm doing social media for 10 minutes or something. 
And then you can make sure that you get everything done in small chunks and tick them off. She says, I also love Staples Arc Notebooks, although I love um, I love digital and online solutions, as do I. These are the best things I've ever found. They're a bit like a Filofax, but, but even better. I have a day book where I keep client notes, to-do items, a weekly list, etc. And the brilliance of these is that you can rip out pages and move everything around, regroup and reorganise, simple and very inexpensive. That's a fab tip there from Nicola. Also, what you know, I would like to add to that, that if you have a day book for your client notes and for your mind maps, and if you find scribbling stuff down really works for you you can also then photograph that stuff and document it into Evernote so you can then remain kind of paperless after you've after you've finished with that you know page in your diary and you can add it into Evernote just by photographing that page or that note and then you can tag it into your Evernote it's such a brilliant way to get stuff out of your brain filed in a way that you can recall it sort of later on without having a desk full of madness uh nicola says she also loves printables there are some really great ones out there that are daily lists and i love filling in the blanks and then crossing things off when i've done them now this is something i'm working on at the moment so um i'm such a bullet journal fan that you will be seeing very very soon some bespoke uh dexterous diva bullet journal printables um and I am I'm sort of creating every single day in my bullet journal the same templates and so I'm actually going to go to create some templates and make them printable and make them available for you guys. So every day I'm sort of writing out, you know, the times on my day planner, the work that has to be done and a lot of them are the same. So I'm going to create some pages that work for me and share them with you guys. And there's some great printables out there, both for Bullet Journal, for Filofax and for other stuff. So obviously Pinterest is a brilliant way to find those. And printables are a great thing to use if you are using the same kind of schedule or the same kind of day or the same kind of planner over and over again. So thank you so much, Nicola, for your tips. Deborah Taylor from booklaunchyourbusiness.com says, my top tip for staying productive is to have a clear written plan for your projects. Get all the knotty details or figured out first so you know the hard stuff like price, schedule, target market, market etc. before you start creating the product. I think it's easy to confuse lack of productivity with lack of clarity. When you have clarity, productivity happens naturally and with far greater ease. Planning leads to clarity and, cl and, and clarity leads to productivity. What a great tip. And she's so right. If you are clear on what you're doing, then you are less likely to go off down your social media rabbit holes or you're less like, likely to panic and procrastinate. Once you have planned out your task and you're really clear on it, then you can break it down into smaller chunks and then plan it out in your schedule. And that's such, you know, such an excellent tip, Deborah. Something else which I like to do is to sort of cross check my diary with my task list for the day because this is where I can often become unstuck. It's, you know, making a task list for a certain day or week or month even without double checking with my diary and seeing that I might have some podcast interviews, you know, I might have some appointments outside the office or there might be stuff going on with the kids and that, you know, in actual fact, my day might be more reduced than I realise. So, um, also, it's quite helpful just to plan in, um, I use Google Calendar for this, which also syncs with my iCal, but to plan in physically on your calendar, your slots of doing stuff. And you can see if you have enough slots or too many slots and how that fits around everything else that you want to do in your life on that day. So planning goes a long way. Okay, now this is a lady called Mally. 
Uh, so Mally is from Off the Road Millennial. Sorry, Off the Road Millennial and she says. Um, for other business owners, I really have to tout the editorial calendar for keeping track of your content, especially if you juggle videos and blog posts and podcasts and interviews, as I do and I'm sure so many of you do. She says, it really helps me keep my themes together and takes a lot of guesswork out of what I need to write or talk about each week. I'm also a huge fan of the today list and and the into done list rather than one giant uh, to do list. She says hers currently runs well into 2015. Wow. Each evening I make a list of things I want to accomplish uh, tomorrow. And if she runs out of things to do, only then will she revisit her massive list and pick a new task, which is such a good tip. She says she also keeps her crossed out lists for a week to remind herself of all the things that she's done whenever self-doubt creeps in. And I don't know about you guys, but I also do that. Keeping a record of stuff that you have done, if you're having a day when self-doubt is starting to creep in and is starting to niggle, then it's so handy to kind of keep a list of stuff so you can say, actually, this is what I've done, that's really important. You know, I have been cracking on with stuff this week. And if you aren't doing that, then you might feel a little bit unfocused and like you haven't achieved very much whereas actually you know it's it's very possible that you've done so much more you know than you realize one of my mentoring groups and coaching groups run by the lovely um sort of judith morgan judith morgan sorry judith, from judithmorgan.com she runs um club 100 which i'm part of and if you go to do this site then you can also have the opportunity to read more ab about club 100 and have a free chat with judith but we actually have a weekly check-in every monday and you know the group uses a google group format to communicate with each other every monday and to say this is what i set for myself to achieve last week and this is how i got on with it and it keeps us all accountable plus it also makes me think every Monday, you know, what did I do last week? Um, sometimes I achieve my whole kind of sort of goals for the week in one day because, you know, I might set them and might do them and then I'll end up setting more goals for myself, which is not always needed, you know, just to set the minimum stuff that you need to do that will really push the needle on your business is a great way to roll with. And it might be worth, you know, if you aren't part of a coaching group or you aren't part of any mentoring group, to have someone that you can check in with to be accountable with in, in whichever time frame works best for you. You know, some people like to have a chat every day or every week or every month, but just to have someone who you can check in with and stay productive with. So this is a productivity tip from Marion Cleary, who's from soundwords.co.uk. Marion says, separating workspace and home space if you work from home is her main tip. And by space, that doesn't mean a separate room, but a place space and a time space. The time space thing is vital, I think. So whether that means 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. or 9 to 5 p.m., everything in this space is for work and the washing up can wait. Oh my gosh, Marion, I so agree. As someone who works from home for the main part of my week, um, it's so true. You can so easily feel that, oh, actually, I'm just here. I'm going to stick a wash on. I'm going to quickly hoover the bedrooms. I'm just going to do the ironing, etc., etc. And yes, you know, it's great that we can be flexible, that I can 
prep the kids tea you know whilst I'm sort of doing something that I can a sticker wash on however if I was being productive in an actual office or a co-working space I would not be there doing the washing up or or getting distracted by housework and I think having that mental space is so good and uh, Marion sort of goes on to say people say to me oh I couldn't work from home you must be so disciplined but I'm not if I were working in an office, I wouldn't take my ironing with me. It's so true, Marion. So there is a bit of imagination needed too. Imagine your play space as your workspace and you at work. And other people can so easily scupper this and say, you know, since you're at home, you know, can you quickly or could you just... And she says no is the answer. People need to respect your space, time and place as much as they would if you were teaching 8.30 to 3.30 or attending a board meeting. And it's so true. You know, we love working from home. I certainly do. And it makes life so easy with kids. Uh, I don't have to commute anywhere. I can literally do the school run and I'm back at home in five minutes and I can get on with my day. But it does mean that, you know, so often I might be doing something or working away and you know, somebody comes with a parcel for the neighbours or you get the people walking around the streets who need a questionnaire or something like that or or somebody might sort of call in unannounced and need something and all that stuff is fine but if it all stacks up in one day it just wouldn't happen when if you were at the office. So respecting your own space and asking people to do the same is a really key thing. So my next tip is from Amanda Cook from wellpreneuronline.com and Amanda says, um, how she stays productive is she makes a list of her top three things to accomplish each morning over breakfast and she does those first. I love it. Uh, Amanda also has a podcast. She's got the Wellpreneur Online podcast, which is great. So you guys must go and check that out. And I love that really simple tip. Just do the first three things that you want to get done first and do them before you do anything else and you're done. So you can start your day feeling ahead of stuff. That's an awesome tip. Thank you so much, Amanda. And lastly, I've got one from Susie, uh, Susie Jones, and she says, oh bless her, she says, as a podcast addict and, and a Dexter addict, I would be thrilled to be shouted out on your show. Hey Susie, here's your shout out. I'm really thrilled you're here too. Susie says, I use tech to stay productive. My most recent discovery is simple and not new, but I'm so excited about it. I've started using Google Docs for my many lists of things I need to organize and keep on top of. The beauty of it is I have it on my phone so I can add things whenever I think of them. Seriously, life enhancing. You can find Susie on www.mildredjones.co.uk. Thanks, Susie. And yeah, you know, Google Docs is such a handy resource for so much stuff. You know, you can build spreadsheets in it, you can build documents or brain dumps, and it's free <laughs> and it's kind of there in your computer and on your smartphone for whenever you want it. And I love Google Docs. And also, you know, Google Docs links with other brilliant tech like Asana, like Slack, as I've mentioned before. And, um, you know, you can share documents so easily with your team or with other people and it's just such a handy tool. And it's about finding the productivity tip that works for you. So, you know, if it's Google Docs, if it's Evernote and checklists, if it's a bullet journal, if it's, you know, post-it notes that you use all over your wall, whether it's Asana or whatever it is that works for you, it's, it's about finding something and using it and you know I certainly have tried out so many different apps so many different tips and techniques and I kind of like to keep trying them and to keep trying new ways of working it keeps me fresh and it keeps me creative 
Um, and it's about finding a format that works for you, but without getting bogged down with the creating of the system, because even the system itself can be quite a point of distraction if you let it. You know, you can so easily just go down another rabbit hole of time in creating your system. And that's kind of, you know, beside the point. So set something up that works for you and tweak it to make it work for you even better, you know, try things out. And also I would love to know if you try any of these tips from today's show, if you tried any of the apps, if you have tried any um, of the techniques, I would love to know. So give us a shout out uh, in the comments below the podcast on my blog, which is uh, dexterousdiva.co.uk forward slash podcast. And you'll find all the episodes there. Or you can give a shout out on my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Dexdiva or via Twitter at Dexdiva. And also I'd love to hear from you guys anytime. So feel free to drop me an email, hello at dexterousdiva.co.uk with your you know, sort of tips also for productivity. And I read every single email that I get and I'm always pleased to hear from you guys. So I'd love to hear how you work as well. So that is it for today. If you are enjoying the show, I would love it if you went over to iTunes and left a review. That would just make my day and tell somebody else about the show and about what I do if you are enjoying the tips. So back soon for more stuff. And in the meantime, have a great day, guys, and stay productive. Thank you. Bye.